Welcome to the Book Marketing Action Podcast. We feature exciting guests, real conversations, and actions you can take to reach the biggest possible audience for your work. I'm Becky Robinson, your host for the podcast, the founder and CEO of Weaving Influence, and the author of Reach, Create the Biggest Possible Audience for Your Message, Book, or Cause. I also created the Reach More Readers Workshops. Thank you for choosing to learn with me, and I hope you'll take action today as a result of listening to this show. If you benefit from the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us to help us reach more listeners. Hi, everyone. This is Becky Robinson, and I'm glad to be back with you for another episode of the Book Marketing Action Podcast. And today I get to interview someone I've admired from afar for many, many years, Bob Berg. Welcome, Bob. Hi, Becky. It's great to be with you. I, I feel like I'm speaking with a celebrity right now because you are one of the big players in the book marketing uh, field. So I, I see you all the time on social media, uh, in the email box. So you're doing a fantastic job for your clients. Thank you so much for noticing. I appreciate that, Bob. So before we get started, if you wouldn't mind, I'd love it if you could share with our listeners about yourself, your work in the world and your books in case they haven't heard about you yet. Uh, so I've been speaking now for a little bit over 30 years and wrote my first book, which was called Endless Referrals, Network Your Everyday Contacts into Sales back in the mid-90s, I guess. And uh, so for a long time, I spoke, spoke on the topic of business networking and, and building a referral-based business. And then I, I began writing more about um, you know, people skills and positive persuasion and influence and so forth. And had a, a, a book at the time called Winning Without Intimidation, uh, which did pretty well. And that's sort of morphed over the years. And and then in 2000, the, the very end of 2007, uh, co-authored a, a book uh, called The Go-Giver with John David Mann. And we now have that in a series of four. And that 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 book has now pretty much been my defining book, I guess, in, in my career. And I've had a, a couple after that. Uh, my, probably my personal favorite is a book called Adversaries into Allies, which takes the, the people skills aspect of winning without intimidation and, and I think kind of took it to a, a whole new level. Um, so that, you know, that's really where I am and pretty much what I've done. Well, it sounds like we could have another conversation about the way you've seen book marketing shift in the years of releasing books from the 90s until now. So I'm yeah. going to oh, yeah. make a note about that. But for today, our plan is to talk ab about this topic of giving to others through your online presence. And I know before we begin, you'd like to explain the definition that you use when you think about giving. Well, I mean, only because when we when we speak about giving, it, it you know, kind of it's a, oh, wow, oh, talk about giving, you know, and, and, oh, just, no, giving is a, it really in this case means providing immense value to others, being focused on providing immense value to others, not, not giving in such a way that you're saying, oh, I'm such a giver or, you know, something like that. That's, that's really not what it is. It's, it's, yeah, it's a way of life, but it's also a great strategy too, because when you, when you give value to others, not with an attachment to what you're going to receive, but understanding that it's simply uh, not only a more fulfilling way of conducting business, but it actually happens to be the most profitable way of business. 
uh, and not for any kind of way out there, woo woo, magical, mystical type of reasons, but it makes logical, rational sense when you're that person who can take your focus off of yourself and place it on serving others, on discovering what they need, what they want, what they desire. When you can move your focus off of yourself and onto solving other people's or helping other people solve their problems and challenges, uh, people feel good about you. People want to get to know you. They like you. They trust you. They they want to be a part of your life. They're much more interested in what you're doing, and they're much more willing to tell others about you to be your personal walking ambassador. Uh, so while there's nothing manipulative about it, uh, there's also nothing self-sacrificial about it either. It happens to be a, just a, a fulfilling and profitable way of doing business. Well, that uh, definitely helps people to, who are listening to understand why you Bob, believe that giving is so powerful and important. And it's because of the way it draws people to you. And I love that definition of uh, giving is about providing immense value to others. So I'm curious, Bob, what are some ways that you've seen people use their online presence to give immense value to others? And as it relates to this topic, I'm going to give you a chance uh, to shout out others. Who do you admire who you see providing that immense value through their online presence? Oh, there are so many others who do that. You do that. You do that very well, personally. Um, the people such as April Sprints does a, a oh, well, she wrote Magic Blue Rocks. Uh, it, what a wonderful story. And, and she's a person. All she does is find ways to edify other people, to build other people, to make other people stand out. Um, you know, my friend Dondi Scumachi, who's such a great leader and who writes on, on leadership. She does the, you know, she does the same thing. Uh, gosh, I, you know, I could go people like Chris Doris and people like, uh, Kurt Mercadante and, uh, you know, there's just so many people out there. I could do a laundry list, that, but you know, you, you notice a, a common thread and that is their, their focus is not on themselves. Their focus is always on how do they uplift others? Now that doesn't mean they don't promote themselves. We all promote ourselves, but we do it and, and you know, and we can do it through, through, uh, you know, posting value-based videos, value-based little mini blogs or different things we do. But the idea is to engage others. It's to add value, to bring value to others, to create conversation, to create a community with what we're doing. And, and I, I think that's, you know, really what it's about when you, when you, when you look at online. In it, you know, and you were talking earlier about the difference between book marketing back in the day and and now. Well, with the social media platforms we have, uh, you know, we can reach people we never ever would have been able to reach before, unless you, you know, you got that that appearance on Oprah, which was the, you know, the the holy grail, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but you know, now you, you can reach people, and and people say, well, but but there's so many, but the internet is so jammed now, and there's so many people on there competing for space. Yeah, well, that's true, but that's always been the way it is. Um, but the people who find ways to, again, bring value to others are the people who stand out. Certainly so. Well, would you be willing to share some different ways over the years, Bob, that you have chosen to share immense value and give to others through your online presence? Well, I've always um, done a lot of podcasts. And, uh, you know, now, again, back in the day, it was radio appearances that you did, but you could still do them. You did them by phone. You didn't do them by Zoom. You know, you, you, did, you, did, you did them by, by phone. I was on the phone all the time doing, you know, remote uh, 
uh, radio interviews. And uh, now, of course, over the last 10 years, it's it's it, it's doing it online and so forth. But um, so through doing podcasts, I can bring a lot of value to um, to the marketplace uh, because I when I go on there, it's all about it's all about bringing value. It's about the information. It's about how to help the listener to apply the information. You know, never do I promote my book, but since I'm on there and everyone knows that's, uh, you know, it, and the person at the end, the, the host, pr you know, promotes it and will ask me at the end, you know, I know that it does a lot of good. And I think that's the thing that's counterintuitive to a lot of people. People sometimes have this, this feeling they have to go on and, and answer the question by saying, well, in my book, title of the book, we give three ways to, yeah, all that's going to do is turn people off instead of it, it doesn't sound like you're giving. It sounds like instead you're trying to, to take. And so, <laughs> um, so uh, doing podcasts and interviews have always been a big thing with me. That's in my strength zone. So it's, it, it makes sense. I've also blogged a lot uh, in the past on a, on, as a blog post now on LinkedIn, which I'm finding is a really great place to uh, you know, provide value and really see great results. I do a, you know, a daily mini blog on there. Uh, I also have videos that I post on there. So there's all sorts of ways we can, we can give value. We just need to look for it and, and do it in a way that, that first our, our prospective buyers are, are looking for. Okay. And also what's in our strength zone to be able to do. Bob, I love that idea that we can bring value through our areas of strength. So in thinking about your own journey, I'm curious what impact you've seen, Bob, um, from giving value to others as it relates to creating reach for your books, for your business. Tell us about that. Well, I've seen a, a lot of fantastic results. And, and the reason I can say that is because I do hear it from people that they heard about me from others, or they heard some, or someone posted that, or you see these posts sometimes, you know, if they tag you, right. Uh, that they heard. And, and I know it's a, it's a direct and or indirect result of something that I've done that has, you know, it might be the, um, you know, responding. Uh, I'm kind of known for responding to all comments in, on social media. When someone responds to one of my posts or someone mentions me or someone mentions a book, uh, as long as I see it, if I'm, if I'm tagged, uh, I always respond. And so I've heard from others how that is how they heard about me because people were so surprised that the author responded, which I don't think is a big deal because to me, uh, how can you not say thank you if someone, you know, post something nice about you or your book, but that, <laughs> but that is something apparently that, uh, that kind of separates me in the marketplace. So, um, so that would be one way. So, um, I want to ask a different question that, that wasn't on the script. I hope that's okay. Sure. Um, I'm curious about the title of your book, The Go-Giver, and how you landed on that and what that means to you and what people might expect to get when they read that series. Sure. So, um, so if we go back again to my first book, Endless Referrals, that was a how-to book. The, the Go-Giver is a series of parables. Uh, three of the four books, again, co-authored with John David Mann, who's really the lead writer and storyteller. I'm a how-to author. He's a brilliant writer. So, so three of the books in the series, The Go-Giver, The Go-Giver Leader, and The Go-Giver Influencer are parables. The second book in the series, Go-Givers Sell More, is more of an application guide for the first book. Okay, so... Now we go back before that a whole bunch of years to endless referrals. And, um, and that was a how-to book for entrepreneurs and salespeople 
who knew they had a great product or service. They knew they brought lots of value to the marketplace, but they didn't necessarily feel comfortable with the process of, of building relationships, right? With those in their communities that would lead people to want to do business with them personally and or refer them to others. So Endless Referrals was a guidebook, was a step-by-step system. I, I define a system as the process of predictably achieving a goal based on a logical and specific set of how-to principles, right? If, if it's been proven that by doing A, you'll get the desired result of B, then you know all you need to do is A and continue to do A and continue. You'll get the desired results of B. That's what it was, was a system. The premise was that all things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to those people they know, like, and trust. That's probably been my calling card for the whole time I've been in business. You know, that's that's the saying people associate with me. Uh, so if they do, and I may, be, <laughs> I may be giving myself too much credit here thinking people associate that with me, but assuming they do, that is kind of the, that was the, that was the, the, the key aspect of that book. But I'd always enjoyed reading parables since I'd been in sales. I loved reading parables and there were so many great ones out there and parables are stories and stories tend to connect on a much deeper level than a how-to book. And I always thought, wouldn't it be great if we take that basic no like, and trust premise from endless referrals, turn it into a parable. So uh, in titling it, my first question was, so what is the, the basic essence of those entrepreneurs and salespeople who are able to just constantly, quickly, and sustainably develop those no like, and trust relationships. And it came down to that they are givers, okay? They're always looking to give value, provide immense value to others. So coming up with the go-giver, uh, which kind of, it's a, it's a pattern interrupt because we're much more familiar with the term, the go-getter. And by the way, there's a brilliant parable written years and years and years ago by Peter Kine called The Go-Getter, which is a wonderful, wonderful book. Uh, and so the go-giver is sort of a pattern interrupt. What? Go-giver, not go-getter, right? Uh, now, people think a go-giver is the opposite of a go-getter, but it really isn't. Go, we love go-getters. Go-getters take action. They get things done, right? That's very important. Um, we would say the opposite of a go-giver is a go-taker. <laughs> that's the person who feels entitled, right? To take, take, take without having added dust. So we say be a go-getter, a person of action and a go-giver, someone absolutely laser focused on bringing immense value to others. Just don't be a go-taker, right? And so, so, so the title was, was there and I thought we had something, you know, special just with the title. Um, but the best thing I did, of course, going back to John David Mann, was asking John to, to co-author the book and be the lead writer. Uh, he was the editor-in-chief of a magazine I used to write for. Now, John uh, is now, you know, he has been the co-author now, co-author and or ghostwriter of numerous New York Times bestselling books. He's done a bunch of them with Brandon Webb, who's the famous Navy SEAL. They've written a ton of them. In fact, they just came out with their latest uh, several months ago, which is an actual mystery thriller called Steel Fear, which takes place in a, 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 a naval ship. And uh, it, it's amazing. But anyway, so, so that's how we came up with the, the title for The Go-Giver and the basic theme, again, just being that shift in focus and how it's so not only fulfilling, but so very powerful and effective and profitable when it comes to doing business. Thank you for taking the time to share that. And as you're talking, uh, I'm wondering about those people who might have a resistance to giving, you know, people who might be afraid that if they share too much value, no one's going to want to hire them or, you know, um, 
if everybody can get what you have to offer and it's free, then again, it might limit the growth of their business. I'm curious if you would have any answers to that type of resistance or objection. Sure. Sure. And it, you know, and it makes sense. It's intuitive to have those kinds of kinds of feelings. Uh, but what we find though, is that you, you really can't, you really can't give away too much. When I say can't, I mean, it's like almost impossible to give away too much information because people can get the information. What they can't get is the application necessarily. A lot of times without more and, and uh, deeper help from you. So my feeling is, you know, don't, don't concern yourself with I'm giving away to, they can get that information from other people that, you know, that information is a dime a dozen. And what, what turns out is the more information you will give away. Uh, and again, not in a self-sacrificial way, nothing about that at all, but just because you're, you're kind of building that relationship with them. They are, when they see this information, when they receive this information from you, they are getting to know you, they're getting to like you, and they're getting to trust you both in terms of character and competence. But again, there's a, a big difference between the, the, um, you know, the, the, the kind of how-to information and the actual application of it, which is really where your expertise and, um, uh, and, and your help really comes into play. I love that. And if you could see my camera right now, podcast listeners, you would see that I was giving Bob all kinds of thumbs up because that, (laughs) uh, advice and information that he was sharing, his perspective just resonates so deeply with me. So Bob, at this point of the Book Marketing Action Podcast, we always want to give our listeners some action steps that they can implement immediately to grow their book, their brand, or their business. So I know you have a couple of ideas. Well, I would say first begin with what's in your strength zone in terms of the type of value you can add? Are you good with video? Do you feel comfortable? Do you enjoy doing videos? Can you pop a video on there that gives, you know, three great steps to this, or, or here's how you do this or what to avoid when you're doing, which, which is really, you know, good, solid information. So if that's your strength, great. If you're better in terms of writing, that's, that's fine as well. Uh, and, and try as best you can to match up what's in your strength zone with what your prospective uh, customers, buyers, readers, what have you, what they like. So if, you, if it's an audience that, that likes video and, you, and you're good with video, well, that's a great match. So that would be the first one, the first action tip. The second is be personable. Um, you know, answer, respond to people and, um, and, and create conversation, create relationships and, and create community. And I think that's what happens when you kind of get right there and you, you respond to people. I love both of those tips. And when you were talking earlier about the fact that you're known for responding to the people who mention you, I was thinking you did that with me. I put out a tweet about wanting certain guests for my podcast in 2022. And out of the people I tagged, you were the only author uh, who responded. Wow. Uh. Thank you for sharing. So that was powerful. Yes. So, Bob, before we wrap up our conversation, I'm wondering if you can share with our listeners where they can get to know more about you, your books, and your work. Um, Yeah, the best place is just Berg, B-U-R-G dot com. I like to keep things very simple. 
that is a very short and powerful <laughs> URL. So we will put a link to that in the show notes. We also can um, connect you to Bob's LinkedIn account where he's sharing those uh, daily micro blogs in case you'd like to follow him there on LinkedIn. Bob, thank you so much for investing your precious time with me this afternoon and for reinforcing and reminding me of the importance of giving to others through online presence. Thank you, Becky. And thank you for the great job you do for all, all the authors in the space. Appreciate you greatly. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or have been enjoying our show, please consider leaving us a review. And as always, if you have any questions, please feel free to email Becky at Becky at weavinginfluence.com.